0: Hi, and welcome to the Small Business MBA. My name is Yasmeen Ali. In the past few weeks, we've looked at the elements needed to build your sales and the things that you need to think about in terms of the various pieces needed to make a sale. Today, we look at the importance of having a process in place that allows you to manage your sales more predictably. Entrepreneurs often are not able to articulate their sales process, which means that they basically do not know how they sell. It often means that the effort put into selling is sometimes hit and miss and that results come from hoping and praying rather than knowing what to do when. We need a plan, we need a process. This is a typical sales process. Remember that there is no one size fits all solution that works for every business and every industry. Your sales process may therefore vary significantly from the model but if it works for you then that's what you should be using. Of course, you should always look to learn more and try to improve your processes. Also, in ensuring that you're constantly iterating, your process will inevitably change. Now, back to the typical model. You'll see that it starts with prospecting or knowing where your customers come from. This can be from your marketing campaigns, word of mouth, cold calling, or any of a number of other means. Not knowing who your prospects are often means that you will hear the word know a lot more often, and you may lose confidence. Instead, have a clear picture of who buys your product and who you want to buy your product, and then move on to the next step. The next step is the pre-approach, or learning as much as you possibly can about the customer. This is really important, but something that entrepreneurs who do not come from a sales background tend to skip as not that important. The fact is that the more you know going in, the better the results will be. In particular, if you're pitching to a company or even a government department, a key factor is knowing what not only their pain is, but also understanding the culture and the way that your product can fit into this. In addition, you should understand the person or people who you'll be pitching to. Gone are the days to pitching to a position. Now we understand that there is a person behind that position we would now be ready to take the first step in contacting the prospect. This can be via various means, but would be dictated by what you found out about them as well as how they came to be a prospect. Of course, if you were referred and they're expecting you to contact them, then the more personal the better. But if this is a completely cold call, you may want to first give them a chance to understand your value proposition through email or other means before contacting them directly. Remember that you only get to make a first impression once, so it's vital that you make it count. Your first contact should be about them, their pain, their needs, the way that they will benefit. You often want to set a more relational tone and simply ask for the opportunity to pitch rather than trying to close the sale. If you then get the opportunity to pitch, you want to use all the information that you have gathered up to this point. In other words, you want to speak to every question that they've asked and every pain that you have uncovered from your research and your interactions up to this point. Your presentation should be confident, but avoid being arrogant. Remember that your prospect is looking to you to be an expert in your field, to solve a problem that they either have no capacity, ability or desire to solve for themselves. They want to be confident that you know what you're talking about. At the same time, they want to feel like you have heard them and that you're speaking to their specifics rather than a theoretical client. This means that you should be personal in your approach to the presentation. Remember that people buy from people. Look to connect with the people you present to, not the prospect that you're trying to convert to a client. At the end of your presentation, or even a good chunk of time after you've left the client's building, you may have to handle objections and answer questions. We covered this in a topic in detail previously, but in a nutshell, you want to handle these objections quickly and provide all the key information that the client is requesting. For detail on what the real fears are around the questions being asked, search for Small Business MBA video on YouTube around this topic. Remember that to your client, what's obvious to you may be difficult to them, so handle each objection with respect and care. When you've successfully handled all the objections and questions, you'll hopefully get an answer from your prospect that's basically a yes or a no. If it's a no and you have handled all the above steps well, there should be no issue in asking for concrete feedback. Use this feedback to build yourself, use this feedback to build your pitch and even better your product. Don't be scared of critical feedback. It is literally the stuff that will build your business. However, if you get a positive result, you need to jump into delivery mode and ensure that your delivery processes support the sale that you've made. Depending on your industry, communication is generally very important in a new sale as the, as the client may be a little jittery in terms of delivery. Ensuring that they always know where their order is and what's happening will go a long way to keeping them happy during delivery. Of course, once you've delivered, you want to also communicate to ensure that the client is happy and follow up on any possible future endeavours. Often entrepreneurs lose clients that they've delivered to simply because they do not ask expecting the client to make the next move. Ask, what's the worst that can happen? Next, I talk to one of my favorite sales experts about how to analyze and build your sales processes for better sales pipeline. Join us after the break. Welcome back. I'm joined now by Dave Mills, who is one of the sales and marketing guides at Corp and helps entrepreneurs unpack exactly this topic every single day. Dave, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Okay, let's get into it. Um, in, in, in your, in your um, words, what is the sales process?
1: Sales process is a very important aspect of, of any business. Um, it's a process that most entrepreneurs fail to implement in their businesses, but it helps them if they put it in place. It helps them to actually start at one point and, and land business going forward.
0: So. You you talk about starting at one point and and land going forward, so what typically would be the start of a sales process?
1: Prospecting is one of the first most important points and prospecting could fall into many categories. It could be picking up a yellow pages, it could be going on to Google, it could be attending network events and getting information from people that you meet and bump into at events like that.
0: It's interesting that you mentioned the yellow pages I mean that's an exercise that we do with the entrepreneurs a lot Absolutely. of the time on the very first day on, of, of the of the program yeah um, you facilitated the ignition session where this is an exercise what's been your experience with that with that particular piece of of, of the day
1: so for most of the entrepreneurs that we've dealt with um, and on those specific dates that we've had that I've been amazed to see how their eyes have lit up when they've really applied themselves and really picked up on a couple of numbers, done the actual call, phoned people, and actually got business from people through that, or even made appointments.
0: The funniest thing to me is how people look at us when we actually say you're going to use the yellow pages and go, hey, does that still exist? That serious <laughs> shock that hits them,
1: <laughs> it's amazing, yeah.
0: <laughs> and I think that's another, that's another really important aspect of the sales process. First of all, knowing where, that, where your information is coming from, w- knowing where those leads are coming from, Correct. and knowing where the successful leads are coming from. Correct. Okay, so now we have a prospect, we, 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 we know who we're talking to, what do we do next?
1: The next thing is to connect with them. So you have the information, you've got the, re- the c- person's contact details, pick up the call, connect with them. And the reason behind connecting with them is to really find out a bit more about what their pain is. So we talk about customers have pain and we want to help them move into a, a state of pleasure. And we feel that our products or services could match that or help meet their needs. And that's really finding out what they have, what their requirements are, and is there a, a way that we can assist them? Yes or no? If there is, then we do the next step and we go into doing a bit of more research on that and just really finding out more about it and, and taking things further, setting up an appointment to, see, to go and, and uh, present to them and see where yeah. we could find common ground going forward.
0: I, wanna go, I just want to go back to this whole um, concept of the pain yeah okay, because a lot of the time when we talk about you know you need to find the pain that your client is experiencing people kind of go you know like you know they're not in pain i just want them to buy my stuff Very so much so, yes. so so, can you just explain what what you mean when when you talk about you need to find the client's pain
1: so the pain behind that is to really understand a customer wants to do something and you Or I might have the product or the service that they're looking for in order to shift them from I can't do this you can tap into or or plug into what I need to do so it will then get me to where I want to go to so for me as a customer I want to be able to provide a service to others and I want to be able to sell to my customers Mm -hmm. you can help me get to that point
0: so we're talking sales in this in this um, in this chunk of episodes, and one of the things that we've just spoken about is is, is competitive advantage, and I think understanding the client's pain and understanding what you do well and making sure that you can match that is a really important piece of this of this particular element of the sales Great. process. So. In addition to you know finding out you know what's their pain, it's also a, a process of you knowing what you what what you do well yeah. and being able to match what they need.
1: Correct, and also what your capabilities and abilities are,
0: and being realistic about it.
1: Fact, <laughs> you don't <laughs> want to. You don't want to just come on and, and present a story and end up creating a big mess.
0: Absolutely, because I think that, I mean, we, we have this experience where people have unlocked through through implementing these self-processes and, and, and appearing extremely professional. and They always were, um, but where they've unlocked these massive contracts, mm. and we actually, as guides, go into this massive panic because, <laughs> because <laughs> okay, you're, <gee>. sort of <laughs> you're sort of sitting back going, do you actually have the capacity mm. to deliver on this project? because nothing will kill a business quicker than reputation
1: yeah reputation goes for a ball so fast
0: okay so we're now at the point that we've contacted them we understand their pain we understand our own capabilities um and we are now ready to prepare for that for that for that presentation you know Mm -hmm. that meeting that we've been looking for Mm -hmm. how should we be preparing
1: very important to hold as many meetings or ask as many questions as possible before you do the preparation. Once you understand what all the dynamics are around their requirements, their needs, their uh, wants and desires for where they wanted mm-hmm. to go to, you then tailor everything that you have, everything that you can do and provide for them, you tailor it into a presentation in such a way that when you are doing the presentation in front of them, they buy into your story. Okay. Oftentimes it's important to bring a story to the Mm. whole thing and to paint the right picture. So if that picture is painted well, they'll buy into you and move forward with you.
0: And I think a a big piece that as entrepreneurs we often forget about when we're preparing for the presentation is actually asking, who's going to be there? Yes. Because different audience members being around the table might require different, different things from you as the, as the presenter.
1: Well, the, to that point as well, a very important point is to make sure that the right decision makers are present.
0: So sometimes you're going to, you know, if you're if you're in IT, for example, you might have the IT manager there that you can, you know, talk technicalities to. Yeah. But if the finance manager is there and he's uh, he he wants to go back to green screens, then you know you might want to you might want to explain in a different way. Yeah. So for me a very important a very important part of the preparation know who's going to be there and 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 once you've kind of made that first uh, that first um, initial call and you have your your go-to person in the company also find out a little bit about them i imagine
1: very much so Uh, if you if it's at all possible definitely try and find out about them and ways to do that there are numerous ways that you can do that first is maybe set up appointments second is if you can't get hold of the individual themselves. Speak to their secretary if they have a secretary. Mm. Secretaries will reveal certain information to you that is important. Another thing to really look out for is when you're actually in the person's office, look at the environment. See mm. what is there. F- see if there's family pictures there. See what, person's, what interest this person has and talk to that. Find out a bit more about that so you can talk a similar language.
0: I think, Adjust
1: I th- to what they want okay. and who they are.
0: I think, I, think we forget, I think we forget that at the end of the day, even if we're selling to corporates people by people, and it's 100%. the people on those boards that are making those decisions. Absolutely. Okay, so now we've done our preparation, we have our presentation ready, and in the presentation, inevitably there are those, those questions and objections. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> what are some tips that you have for entrepreneurs on how to handle the questions and objections?
1: So a big a big question that, uh, or a big objection that often comes up that you're so expensive. <laughs> so what do most entrepreneurs do? Uh, they
0: drop their price, of course. Yes,
1: yeah, so now I, I want the business, I'm so desperate for the business, so I'm going to match. So what are you prepared to pay, kind of mm. thing. A key thing here to actually bring in to say, yes, you are right, we are expensive. <laughs> so to be confident in who you are and in confidence in what, you're pr- what you are able to provide for them. If you want the best, you'll pay a premium for it, won't you? Yeah. You're not going to go out to a restaurant and pay chicken uh, or buy chicken liver and want to pay five cents for it when it, uh, when you're actually looking for something very tasty and very good, you want to pay a decent price. <laughs> so sometimes agree with them, yes.
0: I think that it comes down to that value that you that you're bringing for them and being able to and and being able to stand by how much value you're going to provide and therefore being able to say yes we are the most expensive in the market and we're probably the most expensive that you're going to hear but look at what you're getting for it
1: so i often talk to entrepreneurs and i tell them that um stay away from price as far as possible Stick to the value. What Absolutely. value can you bring for them? How can you enhance what they're wanting to achieve? What's that value add that you're always bringing? And I always say, if you have to, 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 <laughs> to only then talk about price, <laughs> but stay away.
0: Okay, then we are lucky enough to close the deal. Yes. Okay. Yay. <laughs> Um, and, and, of course, we're going to deliver and we're going to deliver brilliantly. I want to talk about, about getting feedback and I want to talk about communication mm. with your with your client. Mm. Um, how do we ensure that we get good feedback?
1: Well, the big thing is, is during the whole process, maintain contact. Always maintain contact. And don't maintain contact via email. Mm or get somebody else to phone, if you're the one that's done the deal and you're the one yes. that's there, you maintain contact. If you're experiencing issues and trouble, let the people know in advance so that mm. they are well prepared. If you don't do that, you're going to create a buildup of distrust and a buildup of anger towards yeah. you and no yeah. so more that's deals a, that's after this one. That's a break in one.
0: communication, it's a break of relationship as well. Absolutely. Okay, very quickly, because um, we're actually coming to the end of our time. Um, What's the importance of maintaining your sales process and, and of iterating your sales process? Because a lot of the time entrepreneurs think that, I've now got it down, I've written it down, and now it's done. Mm. Where, as their businesses grow, the process itself sometimes sometimes changes.
1: You need to provide salespeople with a structure and giving them that platform mm. of which to work all the time. If you maintain that and keep that going, the success that you had as an individual will roll over to the sales people that you employ and get that system going and process going. So that's the important point about it.
0: Dave, this is probably something that we need another episode to discuss as all, but we've come to the end of our time. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Thank you too. After the break, I do a wrap up of the sales process and give you some guidelines on how to start building your sales process for your business. Join me for that. Welcome back. Today we've covered the sales process and talked about h- how important it is to understand yours. Now your task for this episode. Look at your sales over the past quarter. If you're in the type of industry where you have lots of smaller sales, you may want to shorten this time frame. but the more data the better. Go look at the history of each sale. How did it come about? Where did you get the prospect? How did it come to be converted? Look at the entire history of these sales and see what you can find in common. From there, look at how you can generalize it. Remember the aim of the sales process is that someone else would be able to replicate what you do and how you get your results. That's the sales process in a nutshell. Thank you for joining me this week. Be sure to join me next week when we wrap up the sales trail by discussing your sales strategy. Goodbye.